Hi there, I'm Dean Heskin, President and CEO of Swiss America Trading. Uh, for those of you tuning in with us again, thanks for being with us. And for those of you who are new, welcome. Uh, we are talking, this is an episode of Secret War on Cash, a podcast that uh, we like to do that just discusses some of the things that are going on in our financial system, our financial markets, and the economy. And I have our regular with us today, uh, Chris Agalestos. Chris, how are you? Great. Thank you. Just uh, preparing for this 100 degree plus heat in the fall. Lovely Arizona. Arizona has had a brutal summer. I know a lot of places throughout the country have. But to that point, you know, I've talked to several who gone through a little bit of a warmer summer. It seems like everyone else has they've they've gotten out of the heat and it just keeps on coming. But I think you were telling me next week the valley is supposed to get uh, back down to friendlier temperatures. Yeah, it's Fingers weird how it, how it yeah how it happens, but yeah, next next week should be good barbecue weather. Yeah, fantastic. Well, let's talk about the banks. Something we've talked about a few times here in these uh, podcasts of ours, and they've been somewhat of a hot topic in the news cycle for a while now, and it just seems every time a, it's another problem of some kind. Um, to some extent, they're somewhat related, but it just seems to be the new norm with banking, these problems. In the most recent one, we saw, uh, one of the most recent, I should say, JP Morgan freezing millions of accounts to the tunes of billions of dollars due to a glitch of some kind. Now, these accounts were overseas, but this is not something we haven't seen or experienced here domestically as well. And you'll see the article on the screen for those of you viewing this or the link is there for those of you tuning in. Personally, Chris, I think it speaks to the fragility of the entire system. Tell, I mean, tell us a little bit more about what happened. Yeah. So, uh, well, first of all, they're saying it was a technical glitch and they're going to investigate it, but they're still investigating. So I don't know if if they don't know exactly what happened or if they don't want to say, you know, maybe it was a, a hacking attempt or something negative that they're they're worried about you know that press getting out there and people losing even more confidence but um you know this wasn't a a small deal uh this was 81 billion dollars uh completely frozen uh for a day uh in in japan thankfully just a day and um you're right yeah okay this is overseas uh right but do you remember back in i think it was september um, JP Morgan had an issue where 16,000 plus ATMs were down right. for a weekend. You know, people couldn't access cash or uh, deposit their paychecks in the ATMs. Uh, and of course, with like we've been talking, more and more branches closing, um, you have you have less less options to be able to walk in and actually see something. So, I mean, these are these are big problems. And and even um, in, in this uh, instance with JP uh, Morgan uh, in the U.S. Uh, over 19 states now, I believe, the uh, attorneys general have uh, accused uh, J.P. Morgan of, you know, freezing people out of uh, accounts without warning and giving no explanation. So uh, it's definitely a big problem. You know, law enforcement is obviously aware and paying attention to it. But, you know, I, what are they really going to do? I, you know, I don't know. Usually it's the bank pays a, a fine, uh, even if it's billions of dollars, it's billions less than what they make. So you know, how much do they really care? Sure, sure. Well, you know, and I I think with when you hear these stories, I I mean, look, it's a headline in a news story, unless it happens to you, then it becomes a reality. (laughs) 
Right. And, you know, we're talking, as you mentioned, the, the overseas situation, $81 billion or the recent domestic one with JP Morgan, where, you know, you had over tens of thousands of people who uh, had, had no access to their funds. And, mm-hmm. you know, th- this, these are people who are maybe looking to get groceries for their family, gas for their car. Um, these are people living real life. And and point is, yeah. it's not just like one or two. I mean, we're talking, you know, thousands, tens of thousands. Um, I think even in the situation it, that just happened overseas is, was millions of people. Yeah. Millions of accounts. Yeah, so, millions. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. And it's, uh, again, these are not w- once in a while headlines. It's, it's kind of become l- somewhat the norm. So, yeah. you know, so we talk about this on a, on the international level, but on the domestic front, it was also recently reported where Wells Fargo is finally agreeing to pay a depositor back over $200,000 <laughs> in funds that were wrongfully frozen. And it's taken months and an abundance of attorney fees to get there. But I mean, I guess it's, it's good. It finally did. Mm-hmm. But the lawsuit now, Chris, as you can see on the article on your screen, um, the lawsuit continues for damages and the family involved is left to clean up the mess of the financial mess of the last several months. But it, I mean, at least there seems to be some resolution there. And Now, when I think yeah. back of how many stories like this or examples that we've seen over the last several months, you know, I ask myself, how are people supposed to remain confident in our banking system when these things seemingly just are constantly and continually occurring? So, Chris, tell us something insightful here. Give us some hope. Give us some encouragement. <laughs> well, the but the banks aren't giving me a lot of positive to work with, you know. <laughs> and even in this situation, I guess, right, the good news is this guy is is getting his money. Um, or at least near term, you know, they say he will. But it, it actually, this whole process took about a year uh, with with legal fees. He hasn't been able to pay his mortgage, right? So this isn't, you know, this isn't Bill Gates where he couldn't access uh, a few hundred thousand dollars of his money for a while. You know, this is a guy that has bills to pay, and a couple hundred thousand dollars uh, was the overwhelming majority of his savings. So, um, and, and even in this instance, right, the banks aren't even admitting fault. They're, they're paying the fine, which sort of are giving him his money and, and uh, they're going to try to settle the, the suit uh, that he's bringing against them. So, I mean, it's basically admitting fault. Right. But I think what this shows is the banks are, are not our friend. Um, I, you know, I encourage people to not keep too much money in the bank. You know, if, if you rely on the bank at some point, you're going to be let down. And, you know, uh, I think you, you'd mentioned before that you know, sometimes people don't realize uh, or, or feel the pain of it until it hits them directly. But, um, you know, how many of your neighbors do you need to see with their power going out uh, before you you uh, buy some candles, you know, or a generator? You know, most people don't even have the candles, right, uh, right. this day and age. So, you know, I, I think, look, as, as Boy Scouts, uh, you know, we learned you need to be prepared. Um, you know, you, you, you aren't going to uh, be secure or feel safe uh, unless you have backup plans. And there's there's no downside to preparation, you know, putting some things in, into place. I know, you know, we talk obviously a, a lot about gold and silver um, because it's a, a way to 
have some of your money, something outside of the traditional banking system. You know, most people have the bulk of their money in um, maybe company retirement plans or, you know, stocks, bonds, CDs, mutual funds, things like that, which, you know, we're not against by any means. But but what do you have to prepare you for when a problem uh, comes up and you don't have access to those funds? And I think so many people, um, if they don't understand something, if it's new to them or a little foreign to them, uh, they just sit and they do nothing. And, and, you know, what we offer people is the ability to learn, you know, come to us for some education. We'll explain what's going on. We'll explain how to use precious metals. Um, you know, let's, let's hope you don't need it, but, you know, having it sit there on the side, if you don't need it, it's just, it's going to sit and grow. What is the downside? And I think that's what people really need to do is I think sometimes they feel like if they're, if they're not ready to buy uh, or they don't know what they're doing, that, that they shouldn't contact us until they're ready. I think if you don't know what's going on and you don't know how to protect yourself, that's precisely when you need to reach out and start learning. Because once you understand it, it's extremely simple. You'll feel better about it and it'll be easier for you to move into something and at least get yourself a little bit of protection until whatever problem pops up uh, goes away. Maybe it's only a few days uh, or, or weeks or, you know, heaven forbid, months or longer, but have something in place. Sure, sure. And, you know, to be clear that, you know, you say the banks, the banks aren't our enemy per se. Uh, very nice people. Uh, I have friends who work at banks. I mean, they're, they're not, they're not villains. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think it's, I think it is more, accurate to say it's a reflection of this, just the system as a whole. Um, it's become very impersonal, uh, very mm -hmm. sterile, uh, you know, no regard for the actual human beings that, uh, you know, it's, it's affecting. And that, a lot of it has to do with like with most corporations these days, it's just the uh, kind of the bureaucratic dynamic of the whole situation. And yeah. as Chris mentioned, you know, You've seen on the screen, and for those of you tuning in uh, through one of the podcasts, just audio, uh, you can contact our office to receive uh, information on how to put maybe a retirement plan into to gold. Uh, get that secret war on cash. Educate yourself a little more. A very easy read as to what's going on in the financial system uh, today and present day. Uh, we have an outstanding offer for an introductory offer for people wanting to get into uh, just try getting into silver. You can do so very inexpensively for a a phenomenal uh, uh, silver piece that from price price point, you can't beat it. So even if you were to contact the office uh, just to ask them a little bit more about that, I think it would be well worth your while to do so. And how you how you get in touch with us, our toll free number is one 800 289-2646, or you can visit us online at www.swissamerica.com. And you just talk to one of our representatives. Everything is uh, free, complimentary to you outside of the silver offer. That's very inexpensive, but it's not totally free, but I think you'd be very pleased <laughs> with it. Uh, thank you, Chris. Thanks for tuning in today. If um, you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe. Uh, please feel free to comment and uh, we'd love to hear from you if there's any feedback you'd like to give us. And you can also follow us on all the various social media platforms. So uh, thanks again, Chris. Uh, it's been a pleasure speaking with you and we look forward to doing so again soon. And for those of you tuning in, thank you for taking the time to do so and have a great rest of your day.